The Koi Gig Pod. For me, it's difficult because if Chelsea aren't playing well or they need something to get someone to get them out of it, I don't think they have it. So I think they're in a difficult place. Subscribe to the feed in the OTB Sports app now. OTB AM with Gillette Labs. Get the ultimate shave or your money back. Neon Night Edition available now. John Duggan, good morning to you. How are you? Great, Jer and Shane yourselves. It's a woolly hat for you this morning. A bit miserable, is it? <laughs> I'm upgrading my life later on this afternoon. The Peaky Blinders hat will be purchased and we'll have it for you tomorrow morning on the head. And then I'm, I'm sure I'll, my personality will change and everything. Well, it might be too cold for the Peaky Blinders hat, is it? Nah, no. Nah, well, nah. you know, I'm, I'm a hardy, hardy soul yeah. and uh, early mornings are no issue for me. But look, it's, it's actually not that bad this morning. It was pretty grim yesterday. A lot of rain and a lot of winds, but it's, it's calmed down now. There was a bit of drizzle when I watched the race course earlier on, but it's going to be a dry day and soft ground, but the dr- ground dries out quickly here. So look, you do want soft ground horses on your side, but we'll just have to see if there's more rain this week. But look, what they always say about a good horse, a good horse can go on any ground. So if your horse is good enough, it should win today. Okay, two big storylines today, uh, Honeysuckle and Constitution Hill. Let's talk about Honeysuckle first. I, th- I think people don't expect Honeysuckle to win today. Well, the market now is saying that she might. Right. So she's been backed heavily this morning into five to two favourites, whether that's emotional money, given it's her last race, with Rachel Blackmore, the people's favourite in the saddle, and Henry de Bromhead training, and that she's a mare. Or maybe it's just the fact that Maybe her runs this season when she's lost for the first time haven't been as bad as we, we thought. Like it was a seasonal reappearance in the Ferry House uh, Hatton's Grace Hurdle when she was third on bad ground. And then she was second behind State Man, who's an improving horse in the Irish Champion Hurdle. So maybe those runs aren't as bad as, as we, we thought. Like she did win this race three years ago and then she regressed up the ranks to win two champion hurdles. So she's won three times at the festival. We know she loves the hill. Um, and maybe people are just kind of going back to her now and thinking that she's the class horse in the race. The one she's got to beat, I feel, Jar, is Marie's Rock, who won this race last year. Nikki Henderson trains. This horse then beat the males in the Relkeel Hurdle at Cheltenham last time. Loves the hill, loves the gallop up that hill, and she won a Punchestown last year, beat Everton. And I think it's between the two of them, to be honest. But then again, it's a very deep race. You've got Brandy Love, Echoes in Rain, Everton, as I said, Honeysuckle, Lovenvois, Queensbrook. She wears it well. It's a competitive race, but look, Honeysuckle, if she turns to any kind of semblance of her best, she's got a big chance here. Uh, Frequently, the the glory of Cheltenham is frequently the uh, much-hyped anticipation of one horse versus another actually comes to pass, and they are going neck and neck up the hill. But almost, almost as frequently... A randomer comes in the pack, smashes everybody, and they go, oh, yeah, yeah. That, that, I mean, now looking back, the forum suggested that was always going to be the case. And this, this horse is actually an all-timer too. You can always make an argument, can't you, for anything. <laughs> so Plutar last year um, won the champion uh, race for Steeplechasers, the Gold Cup, by 15 lengths. You know, oh, well, you know, Rachel Blackmore rode it differently this time. And, you know, it's a bit more patient ride. And that's the reason all that happened. And the champion chase and Urgeman, well, and Urgeman, they used different tactics at Ascot against Shishkin. And they held him back this time. And Shishkin didn't run any race. And then Urgeman then was able to come clear. So, look, there's always, it's very rare that you find, unlike 1990, when Norton's coin won the Gold Cup at 100 to 1, where you think to yourself, wow, I really have no idea how that happens. Uh, generally, sometimes there's always somebody out there who's got a fiver on something. And I said, yeah, well, there was something I saw or somebody had a word with me or I saw something about 10, run, 10 runs ago that gave me a, an opinion that this might happen today. And that's why I always try to look for outsiders if I can uh, at Cheltenham. 
because all it takes is one or two outsiders to make your week. Is there a reason, John Rooney, we, we were only talking about Honeysuckle and Epitant and that Maris Hurdle. You mentioned Maurice Rock, but the the 48-hour declarations, Maurice Rock was, was, I guess, expected to go in the stairs hurdle, but Nicky Henderson has opted for, for this one instead. Is that is that maybe why Maurice Rock kind of went under the radar? Yes, possibly. Um, but yesterday, she was all the rage in the market. So mm. there was a huge amount of money for her yesterday when they saw that change. And it's all about the ground. They feel that on this ground, well, softer ground, that let's not try and test her stamina. Let's go for what, for what we know. A winner is a winner. And she sets the standard. Uh, I think she's got improvement in her. She's got a gutsy attitude. I think attitude is a huge thing with horses. And sometimes if you watch races, you really see a horse respond to urgings, to pressure, and to really show a good attitude. And I think that's something visually you can actually see. Whereas other horses, they might wander around, they might hit a fence, they might down tools. Uh, other horses might sometimes throw the spit the dummy out, as it were. But Marie's Mox, Rock is not one of those. And I think she's got a, definitely a huge chance of winning that Maris Hurdle today at 10 past four. In the papers today, Patrick Mullins is talking about the roar at half one when uh, the Supreme Novices starts at Cheltenham and how it's one of those things that everybody should experience once in their life. If you haven't experienced it, why not? Was basically his point um, pre-show. Shane was talking about the great sports roars. You've, you've experienced many of them, John. Uh, Lucky enough, yeah. What's this one like? It puts a kind of a shiver down your spine and uh, a nerve, a kind of a butterflies in your stomach, I feel. Um that's that's the way I would describe it. It's, it's kind of a, ner- a nervousness that you wouldn't normally get. It it it, it almost is like a, a lightning bolt. Not that I've had one, but uh, you ju- you just really feel a ooh shiver, uh, and 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 a sense of something really really big, sense of something really really grand, and then again when you see a horse at the top of the hill and like they've got big screens here. I, I'm I'm just uh, near the winning post here, and you see big screens, and it's obviously hard to see some of the action down the back of the race course but then you see them come at the top of the hill and then the roar that goes up say in a gold cup or a champion chase or champion hurdle when a contender especially is or there's like two of them fighting down at the top of the hill and then they come down the hill it's a strange thing here that you've actually got two courses side by side an old course which is the one on the inside and then the new course which is beside it so the old course is used on tuesday and wednesday the new course on thursday and friday and the new course has got a longer longer finish so in the gold cup on friday for example you know, you might jump in the lead at the last, but there's a long finishing run, and the hill doesn't look as uh, imposing on the TV as it is here in person. It's a steep, like even to walk it, it's pretty steep. So there's one horse that'll always relish it, but other horses don't sometimes, and they can get chinned and collared. But yeah, in terms of the, the feeling, it like really, Jer and Chain, there's there's no space here. It, it, like I'm lucky enough to be sometimes in the press area, like. Beside me, there is literally everybody is squeezed in really, really tight. And it is just this electricity through the veins of the feeling that, whoa, it's like a national anthem uh, after a national anthem is played for the All-Ireland Final or those few moments before a final whistle goes at an All-Ireland Final or when the Republic of Ireland score. These are all kind of different ways we uh, emote. And the way at half one today, people will be emotional, will be just a huge amount of, um, they'll be almost um, expelling the last six months of anti-post bets and hope and now feeling the degree of nerves that this is what it's all about. People want to get off to a fairly decent start, John, in that Supreme Novices hurdle. Um, Fasil Vega won the champion bumper last year, going in this, favourite, I think, last time I checked this morning. Um, 
do you expect it to be challenged? Because it's quite an open race. It's it's not an easy one to call. Well, if Fasal Vega ran to the level he did last year, Shane, he wins. But in that bumper last year, and he's the two to one favourite as a as a look at the, the screen here. He like he he had a hard race on really really bad ground. It was like a, it was one of the worst uh, weather conditions I experienced here last year on the Wednesday. So I wonder if that race left a mark on Fasal Vega. And to me, he has not been impressive. Not only did he go out like a light at Leopard's Ten last time, his jumping doesn't really encourage me as a jumper. So when you're looking at the likes of High Definition, uh, Ilete Thompson, who beat him the last day, uh, the horse Marine National, who's never been beaten for Barry Connell, who can't see him being beaten, Tam Morris for Paul Nichols. I think this is an open race. It's not a race to get involved in if you're going to have a euro each way. So Fasal Vega, if he bounces back and his confidence within William Mullins' yard, and the fact that Paul Tennant rides is uh, something in his favour, but... Um, I don't think he's a natural hurdle horse, and I couldn't back him a confidence at two to one. Might have egg in my face by saying that, but it's a race just to watch and, and to enjoy, and not to not to get involved in my view. Yeah, even even shorter at some places uh, as the morning has gone on here as well. Uh, Constitution Hill, let's talk, talk to us a little bit about um, is Constitution Hill one of those horses that we should just all enjoy and watch yes. and stay away from? Yes, uh, like if if he if he goes into the sky and starts flying off uh, like a plane. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised, you know, metaphorically, because he's never lost a race by, or, or, like, he's never won a race by less than 12 lengths. So Barry Garrity, it was an interesting story about Barry Garrity. He bought this horse as a six-month-old foal, um, spotted something in him, and then sold him, and he got a close relationship with the Nicky Henderson yard. Michael Buckley bought him. So Barry Garrity's got a huge association with the horse. And what Barry Garrity said about this horse, that he just, you know, most horses maybe might quicken once. But this horse keeps on quickening, 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 quickening. And if you look at the replay of the match with John Bond last year in the Supreme Novices hurdle, around the bend, he just went, whoosh, and it was it. it was, the race was over. So he's won all of his races without even being tested. The interesting thing is that State Man, the David to the Goliath, has done nothing wrong all the season, been very professional, lowered Honeysuckle's colours to the extent where Honeysuckle's now running in the Mares race today. Has won at the festival, but did win in a handicap race, so he'll need to improve. But I'd love to see State Man put... Constitution Hill under pressure. How will Paul Townend tactically ride in the race? Will he go out in front um, and maybe become a sitting duck? Or will he try and just stick with Constitution Hill? So it's an absolutely fascinating race. It's one to enjoy, as you say. I don't think anything else in the race is even going to get close to them. Um, but there's a really interesting quirk about this. And if you're a staffs person, the last horse to win the Supreme Novices Hurdle and the following up the following year by the champion hurdle was in 1971. All right. Which is Beulah, Beulah. So 52 years of stats that Constitution Hill is trying to beat today. But he's odds on to do so, and I hope he wins. Three to one on is short as um, very, very short price. So don't be, don't be getting involved in that. Yeah. What are you looking no, at today, Shane? Yeah, I like. I just feel sorry for Paul Townend and State Man because probably the most unlucky horse to come along at a time uh, at the same time as a horse like Constitution Hill. That, that that was one I was looking at, John. That that race, but it, it's probably as you say one to avoid. You mentioned yesterday, like the the horses that go well and soft being the ones to to watch today. Are there any particular standouts? Any long shots? Anything we can keep an eye on? Um, well, I'm going to go through it here. So, are these your charity Mar- bets? Is it time for us to ask? Yeah, you? yeah, 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 yeah. I think that that's probably the best way of getting into it. So, with our sponsor, Ball Sports, this one I'm going to do. I'm going to be hopefully singing lads at half five with Manella Crooner as my uh, nap each way at seven to one, uh, forty each way on him. I've got two hundred to spend. Barry O'Neill, the Wexford jockey, the best point-to-point jockey in Ireland, with Jamie Codd, uh, rides this, and he's never had a Cheltenham winner, and he's been very unlucky a few times. He's got off another horse to ride this. Nella Crooner was a very good novice hurdle horse last 
season and didn't run at the festival, but has been running well in races under a shorter distance. This is a three-mile six for a long race. He's got to be Guyard de Manil, the Willie Mullins trained even money favourite. But I think Manella Crooner can give you a run each way if your money at seven to one under Barry O'Neill. He's a good jumper. I think he'll stay. I think Gordon Elliott is sweet on him. And I think that Manella Crooner is definitely one to watch in the 5.30. Um, in the Arkle Chase, saint Roy for Willie Mullins with Mark Walsh riding for the colours of J.B. McManus is about 15 to two. I put 20 each way of the charity money on him. This is a really interesting horse because he was fourth in the champion hurdle. He's won at the festival before. He's a hold-up horse. And I think the Arkle Chase will be an absolute cavalry charge. The Dysart Dynamo is going to go off like the Clappers. You'll have El Fabiolo and John Bond in there as well. And maybe Sawa, if he's jumping that's good enough, he might be able to pick them off and get into other places or maybe even better than that. Uh, Monbeg Genius in the 250. I've gone for a huge amount of money for him. John Joe Neal Senior trains and John Joe Neal Junior rides. Put 15 each way on him at 13 to 2. He's won his last few races. I think he's a progressive horse. He's got a decent enough weight in the soft ground off 10 stone 13. Um, Marie's Rock, I think, will win. And Jazzy Mashi was one I just felt might have a little bit of an each way squeak at 16 to 1 in the Boodles handicap hurdle at 450. Um, 10 each way on him. Gordon Elliott trains. He's won the race three times. He's got Michael O'Sullivan taking three pounds off. The horse is a half brother to Delta Work. And I feel that he might might be of all the outsiders that picked uh, the one to put in there. But Manella Crooner, folks, I'll be singing. Don't know what I'm going to sing, but I'll be singing if that one wins. In terms of the soft ground horses, Love Envoie, um, Love Soft Ground. Um, in the pocket in the first race, like Soft Ground. But as I said at the very start of the conversation, if your horse is good enough, you should win on what, any types of ground. As fast as Vega did last year. All right. John, opening day at Cheltenham. The butterflies in the stomach. The electricity in the air. This is your season, buddy. Enjoy. Thanks, Jerry. Thanks, Shane. Enjoy, we'll John. OCB AM with Gillette Labs. Get the ultimate shave or your money back. Neon Night Edition available now.